0: Darn, how can there be any tears left? You've already cried a million of them. But during grief, you will cry more than you ever have. And it'll shock you because you didn't know it was possible to cry what feels like an ocean of tears. Stopping the tears is not the goal right now. And in the beginning, you probably couldn't stop them if you tried. But how do you deal with them daily? How do you go in public with your unwanted friends? In today's episode, we'll talk about the unexpected number of tears, how to work with them, and coming to terms with how long they continue. And I'm going to share the best tissue ever for the tears of grief. Hey friend, welcome to the Grief to Great Day podcast. Do you feel like you're going crazy? Is the shower the only place for you to really cry? Are you surrounded by people, but you still feel all alone? Do you want to be the you you were before your loved one died, but you have no idea how to get there? I'm Steph Cabanis, Southern by choice, wife, turtle triathlete, Jesus follower, and fellow traveler in the journey of grief. I too struggled to breathe, questioned God and my faith, and thought I would never be happy again. But God took my brokenness and He turned it into a breakthrough. So if you're ready to understand how to navigate grief, lean into your faith and take just one step towards healing, then bring your ugly cry, get into a comfortable place, even if that's your bed right now, and let the healing begin. Girl, there's hope for your future. Come on in the house and join me on that couch. I'm Steph Cabanis and I'm your host for Grief to Great Day. You know, before Monica died, I was a non-crier, and I prided myself on that fact. I hated to cry because it made me look like Rudolph, you know, the red nose, and I always had a headache afterwards. But more importantly, I thought crying made me look weak. So in my first 35 years of life, I shed more tears from anger than sadness. All the leftover anger and resentment of my background, my childhood, was the cause of that, and it was also another area where Monica helped me work through. It sounds weird, but she had to teach me (laughs) to let go of the anger through forgiveness and to allow God to change my heart. It wasn't until I was in my late 30s that I actually shed a tear to watching a sad movie. So imagine my shock when the tears came without thought while Monica was sick, dying, and then after her death. While she was sick i cried in the shower and driving in the car but only twice in front of her after her death though i felt like there was no control over the crying i was broken and the tears were endless they were intrusive and stopping them became another futile goal of mine i had no idea that a person could cry so much and not become dehydrated beyond the number of tears i had a problem with my lack of control in stopping them where they decided to show up my perception of how long they should last and how i was going to be in public or go back to work looking like a basket case so let's address those four things one by one and we'll end with the best tissue ever for the tears of grief one let go of how it looks to cry in public two Don't let people tell you how long it's appropriate to cry or grieve. Three, let go of expectations and timelines of how long the tears should last. And four, allow the love, the pain, the everything of grief to flow down your cheeks. God created you to cry. So number one, let go of how it looks in public when you're crying. Initially, I did not want to go out in public. I didn't want to meet people for lunch because I was scared of crying. And once I started, I was scared I couldn't stop it. And then how would that make me look? But my close friends had no problem with my tears and would push me to get out of the house. I never liked crying at restaurants, but I got to the point that it wasn't worth fighting it. This takes a lot of pressure off of you because it's one less thing you have to put energy into. When I went back to work, I was used to people seeing me cry, but I didn't want to burst into tears when I spoke with patients. So I would see a few patients, (laughs) come back to my office, and just cry. Then I'd wait for my face to return to normal, and I'd go back out. That was the process for a full year, at least. Now, this hospital I worked in was over 1,000 beds, so let me tell you, I got in about 10,000 steps daily, just within the hospital walls. I want to assure you that there are very few people alive who haven't gone through difficult times, who haven't experienced loss of some kind. If someone sees you crying, if someone waits on you while you're crying, nothing's going to be said. And I doubt any judgments will be placed. The only emotion you may evoke is sympathy or empathy. Just think about the times you've seen someone cry and then give yourself the same grace. In the Bible, in Psalm 31, 9, it says, Be merciful to me, O Lord, for I am in distress. My eyes grow weak with sorrow, my soul and my body with grief. My life is consumed by anguish and my years by groaning. My strength fails me because of my affliction, and my bones grow weak. And doesn't that sound like something you could have written about your grief? Don't let people tell you how long it's appropriate to cry or grieve. Girl, this is your life. This is your loss. And it's your journey. You don't have to explain yourself. You don't have to try to make others feel comfortable around you. Because the work of trying to make sure others are comfortable or spending your energy to be okay does not serve you. And it hinders your healing. This is where your healing circle comes into play. Spend time with people you don't have to work to be around. Spend time with people who support you, who listen to you, and who push you when needed. Listen to episode 12 for more details on how to create your healing circle. And if you heard last week's episode, Valeria talks about these people calling them advocates. You need to have more advocates in your life right now because you don't have the energy for anything left. Proverbs 18.24 says, Friends can destroy one another, but a loving friend can stick closer than family. Number three, let go of expectations of how long the tears will last. Just throw out any kind of perceived timeline. Don't put that pressure on yourself because the process is going to be very different for everyone. For me, initially I cried multiple times a day. And then after a while it was a couple times a day and then after a little bit longer i started counting the days i've cried in a row so i was there for what felt like forever then that first day you don't cry will come to an end and in the evening you'll realize it's been a whole day without a tear and it'll freak you out and you'll cry because you feel like you're disrespecting or forgetting the one you loved it's a crazy roller coaster. It took me about a year to have a full day without tears. Then I started counting the days I didn't cry. <laughs> Later, the day came when I stopped counting. Also, please do not think that that process is linear. One good day does not mean you're going to have a second good day. There is no formula, and there's no way to make it go faster than you want. So you have to ride the waves and lower the expectations you put on yourself to be better or to have fewer tears. And by the way, the function of tears includes lubricating the eyes, removing irritants and aiding the immune system. Tears also occur as a part of the body's natural pain response. So basically when you cry, you're boosting your immune system, something that is very needed during grief. And you're releasing pain. Number four, allow the love, the pain, the everything of grief to flow down your cheeks. God created you to cry. If that whole scenario sounds tiring and tedious, then you're starting to understand the process. Because it is tiring and it is tedious. The best thing you can do right now is to feel what you feel. Do not try to fake it. Don't say you're okay when you're not. Just allow the tears to flow and know that it won't always be like this. Know that it does change over time to the point where you can manage the tears if you want. It brings me to the verse of the week, which is Psalm 56, 8 through 11. Record my misery. List my tears on your scroll. Are they not in your record? In God whose word I praise, in the Lord whose word I praise, in God I trust, And I am not afraid. What can man do to me? See, God is aware of every tear you cry. How personal and how intimate is that? And be clear, he will not let them fall in vain. So let's recap how to best handle your tears while you're grieving. Number one, let go of how it looks to cry in public. Two, don't let people tell you how long it's appropriate to cry or grieve. is your journey three let go of expectations of how long the tears will last forget a timeline four allow the love the pain the everything of grief to flow down your cheeks it's helping you physically okay now the best tissue ever regular kleenex whether it has lotion in it is not the best tissue for the tears of grief (laughs) i tried multiple kinds I tried the kind with lotion, the kind without lotion. See, these details of grief are so annoying, but the ones with no lotion fell apart. And then the kind with lotion left white specks on my face. The first time that happened, I had no idea because I was at work. It was one of those times I had to run back to the office and cry after seeing a patient. I left the office and I was passing a friend at one of the nurses' stations and they said, Steph, what do you have on your face? The specks were everywhere. I went to the bathroom angry at how silly I looked. After a few weeks, I was talking with the pastor of my old church. I was sitting in her office on the couch <laughs> and of course I was just crying, recounting all the, the confusion and the overwhelm of grief and why I hadn't God healed Monica? And why would he do that? And, and she handed me this tough little towel It was soft, but it was also strong, and it left no white specks. This magical little towel is Viva paper towel. I was actually excited to have the solution to at least one of my problems. Small as it was, it was still a win. So when you go and get Viva, get the original kind, because they have another kind that's more like a regular paper towel. Okay, I also hope that you heard last week's episode with Valeria Holloway. There was so much wisdom there. So check it out if you haven't. If you have any questions for her on what she shared, go to -to grieftogreatday.com and email them or join us in the Grief Group for Christian Women Facebook community. Yes, it's literally called the Grief Group for Christian Women and post your questions there. Now, your journey works. The work of your journey for this week is to go buy some Viva. I'm telling you, it's awesome. And armed with your new tissue, Stop working hard to stop the tears. God created our bodies, and the tears serve a purpose in your healing. So allow them to do their thing. If you want more personalized help, go to to grieftogreatday.com and set up individual grief coaching with me. Come as you are. It doesn't matter where you are in the grief process. I can help you navigate the next steps. If you don't have a church home, I always like to share my churchopendoorchurch.com links to both the facebook group and open door church are in the show notes in the meantime remember who holds your future jeremiah 29 11. and keep on coming back to the house keep sitting on the couch and keep taking those steps however small towards your healing thank you for being here today for showing up if this podcast has given you hope encouragement or helped you in any way share it with a friend either in a text or on your social platforms. Also, please subscribe, rate, and leave a written review on iTunes. It's a huge blessing for me to know that you're out there. Lastly, and this is important, you are not alone. Connect with me on the Grief to Great Day website. The link is below. And sign up for our free newsletters. I want to be able to pray for you by name. Remember, grief isn't something you're going to get over, but a great day is something you can get to.